Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So I wanted to piggyback off of the previous episode that I did called Mental Savings Account. It's literally the one right before this one. So I encourage you to go back and, you know, take a listen to that one. Essentially, what I said in that episode was that there is a mental cost associated with anything that we are trying to do. So when we're trying to train, compete, execute some kind of a skill, just do something, it's going to have a mental cost associated with it. And the mind, thinking of it more like a muscle, it, it will get tired over time when having to expend this kind of energy. And the whole idea of the mental savings account is that you tap into this account and it's got a certain amount of funds in it. And once those funds are depleted, once those funds are gone, then you can no longer perform these skills. You can no longer give your training and competition the focus that it needs. And so thus your performance will decrease. Your performance will decline. Now, uh, that being said, this mental savings account, uh, there are a couple of ways that we can increase our performance when thinking about the mental savings account. The first way that we can do that is we can make things cost less. We can make the things that we do. We can make the skills that we would like to execute. We can make the performance at which we are expecting to perform. We can make that cost our mind less. In other words, it's cheaper to buy these things. Or we can bulk up our mental savings account. In other words, we can add funds to this mental savings account so that if everything still costs the same, then we have more funds available to pay for more things down the road. Now, how do we do this? How do we accomplish? And listen, what's the correct answer here? How is it that this thing works? Is it that you know, skills just get, they get cheaper and they cost less, right? Or is it that my mental savings account grows in size? I don't know the answer. I have no idea. Does it really matter? The bottom line is that this mental savings account, if things cost less and we have the same amount of money, or if we increase the size of this mental savings account, then either way, the end result is the same. Our performance improves and that's what we want. That's what we're about. But how do we do it? Well, we do it the same way, regardless of which one we are trying to do. Now, here's how it goes. It's repetition. It's consistency. It's continually putting ourselves in these positions where like, what is it that we want to do? What level is it that we want to perform at? What, what training session is it that is, you know, giving us a little bit of a hard time? What skill is it that we would like to be, that we would like to execute with more ease and fluidity, right? Whatever it happens to be, we have to spend time there. We have to spend time pressing into what it is that we're trying to do thinking about it deeply, analyzing it deeply, allowing ourselves to actually feel the sensations and emotions that come along with this. And over time, what we'll find, again, however you want to look at this, what we'll find over time is that it, it tends to become 
easier. It tends to become more natural. It tends to become more automatic. The way that I would provide this illustration to you guys is you've probably seen somebody, I mean, the Olympics just wrapped up and we saw all of these athletes do some amazing things and we look at them and say, wow, that right there was beautiful. That right there looked seamless. That right there looked natural. It it looked like they weren't even thinking about it. They just went out and they just did these things. They just executed. You're correct, but that doesn't have a genetic talent component to it like a lot of us like to think. What it has is this, that maneuver, that skill, that performance, that speed, whatever it is that you were watching, like that thing looked the way that it looked because to that athlete, it didn't cost that much mental energy for them to perform that way or their mental savings account is is large enough to where it didn't deplete their mental savings account to the point where they could not perform that particular skill. Either way, you know, what we see is that how are they able to, so the endurance component of all of this is you have to have the funds available. That's the bottom line. So the bottom line is things may start off okay. Things may start off great. But as a performance goes on, I mean, endurance sport is a great example of this because in endurance sport, it really just is about, you just have to keep going. You just have to keep doing that thing. The the movements aren't overly complicated, right? So we can kind of take the skill component out, but there is this, it's just a grind. It just wears on you. And as you continue to be out there doing your thing, you you feel fatigued, right? Right. So performance at, at, in the latter stages of you know this competition or this training session or what have you, they, they seem to decline, right? But it's not because of some genetic talent component. It's not because you don't have the skills necessary. It's because you're, you're mentally becoming fatigued, right? You're getting tired. So what's happened in that moment? In those moments later on, when things are starting to break down, when maybe you don't have the same power, you don't have the same speed, what we notice that's happening is this mental savings account is getting dangerously low. And either either one of two things is happening. Again, depending on how you want to look at this analogy, either things are beginning to cost too much, right? So the same skill that was performed at the beginning of the competition cost, let's just $1.50. And it still costs $1.50 at the end of the competition, the, the, the price of the skill didn't go up. The price of the pace or the power or whatever metric you want to you wanna carry didn't go up. It's just that that $1.50 is coming at us pretty expensive, right? Um, so there's that. The, the mental savings account is being tapped. It's being depleted. It had a certain balance at the beginning of the competition or training session. And now it's low to the point where that $1.50 really hurts us. But the other part about this is the following. It's what if we can bring it down to where that skill only costs us a dollar? And this is the other side of this if you want to look at it this way. So the skill at the beginning of the competition cost me a dollar. And at the end of the competition, that same skill, power, speed, whatever you want to track, also cost me a dollar. Now notice... In the previous example, it was $1.50 at the beginning and it's still $1.50 at the end. That's $3. 
But if I can bring it down to where it cost me a dollar at the beginning and it cost me a dollar at the end, that's two dollars. In other words, I have a do- I've saved a dollar which just got me kind of a buy two, get one free type of a scenario where I can invest that dollar the next time it's asked of me to spend my mental energy on performing that skill, tracking that metric, whatever, once again. So it's pretty simple when you think about it. We just add some mathematics and we just add some, you know, uh, colorful analogy to this and we can see how this happens. Because folks, I want to leave us with this. When our performance declines, when we don't reach our goals, when there are things that we would like to do that we can't do, folks, you got to hear me out. Oftentimes, most of the time, the majority of the time, it is not a body thing. It is not a, my body is just not capable of doing this. Look at your mental savings account. Think about your mental savings account. Think about how big it is or, you know, how small it is. Think about how much skills cost. Like when you think about a particular workout, right? You put two workouts next to each other. You put two training sessions next to each other and one of them, it it doesn't cost you much. You look at that one and go, eh, I got that. And the other one carries a very heavy cost. You get nervous, stressful, anxious about that training session because you know that you're gonna have to invest heavily to get that one done successfully. So either way, I'll leave us with the good news. The good news is, We are in complete control of, again, depending on how you want to look at it, we're in complete control of how big our mental savings account gets or we're in complete control of how much a particular skill or metric or what have you or level of performance is going to cost us. We're in complete control of attacking that analogy in whatever way we would like. But the only way to do that, and it's difficult, and it's tedious, and it takes patience, but all it takes is showing up and continuing to press deeply into the work. That's all that it takes. As you do that more, you become more familiar with the skill, with the standard of performance, so therefore it begins to cost you less, or because you're becoming more familiar with it, you begin to bulk up that mental savings account you begin to put more money away and thus you can invest later in some other things. Or if you're in a sport that, you know, uh, you kind of go up the ladder in terms of skill difficulty and in terms of, you know, things that you can do for whatever reason, I'm thinking gymnastics, then that means that you have money left over to spend on those more difficult levels of skills. For the endurance athlete, we're looking more at, it allows us to go further or and or faster, quicker, you know, that kind of thing. All right, folks, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this. Like I said, if you didn't give the mental savings account episode a listen, go back and listen to that one because that's the foundation upon which I kind of throw this next layer on there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Until next time.